Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the Middle Ground Show. Yes, you heard me right. This is the Middle Ground Show. We decided to rebrand, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment. But you know, it's been such a long time, you know, putting out content, and you know, it just feels really great to be back. I mean, how have you guys been? How have you been during the pandemic? How is school? How is work? Like, what are you guys up to? Like, what's been going on, man? You know, I've lately I've just been seeing lots of content. I mean, podcast content. Um, something I've really enjoyed during this period, um, especially books and articles. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a movie and show enthusiast, but like, it's very difficult, like, to find some really good stuff these days especially with movies man i don't know what's going on with hollywood like they need to i think they need to take a few steps back up and uh, start thinking about these things because oh my days some of these movies are terrible i just be like what like even what what even is, is this man like what are we watching so you know i've just been really inclined to reading and you know listening to podcasts um, there's this really good podcast podcast that I listen to on Spotify by Tim Harford, you know, where he's basically um, talking about these different stories and uncovering these psychological concepts that really apply to our everyday life. And, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's, it's, it's really crazy how he brings it out. I've learned so much from him and, you know, it's been a it's been a blast. It's been a blast. I've listened to all sorts of podcasts, podcasts on cults, podcasts on. I mean, when I say that, I don't mean you know people in support of a cult, no. But um, explaining the psych the psychology behind some of these things and what actually happened. I mean, guys, America is a crazy country. I mean, you know, Americans say this themselves. So, to anyone listening in America, don't shut me down because. Uh, you all be doing the most, really, man. You guys be, are, are really doing the most. And it's, it's crazy. It's crazy some of the things that have actually happened there. Like, sometimes I'm just like, huh, I wish I was actually in the 70s or the 80s. But then I remember that I'm a black man, and eh, it wouldn't have been as eventful for me as it was. For uh, Yeah, so good morning, <laughs> good afternoon, and good evening. Um, it's also a bit embarrassing that I'm coming out now because, you know, people have been hungry for more, people have been expectant, and people have been holding me account to bring out new content, and it's, 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 it's been, I'm just sorry, guys, like, I'm just really sorry, and with what I'm about to explain, this is not, um, an excuse or any of those, no. I'm sure with what I'm going to say, you're going to understand. Mm? And I'll be in your good books again, and you know, you'll be sharing my content, and we'll be the best of friends again. <laughs> but um, I am sorry for taking so long. Last episode was in February. That was our cornerstone episode called Full Circle. And it was great. I mean, it, it was a great episode. I mean, you know. I rate my content. I don't know about you other content creators there, but for me, I guess that was an amazing episode. 
that was really an amazing episode like if you actually haven't listened to the first episode i encourage you to go back now stop this one and go back and listen to episode one that is our canon our cornerstone episode you know the first block on the building you know so that's basically episode one so the reason i've been away the reason i've been away so here you go guys here you go here you go okay so (laughs) let me get serious to be honest i needed some time away from everything i needed a break you know i was just like you know what i think i need a break and you know that's weird because you might think what do you need a break from you only have one episode you just talked about having one episode what did you need a break from but it wasn't a break from the podcast it was a break from so many other things and it was just really essential man it was just really essential because i had so many things to sort out and i had so many things to sort out and i just had so many things going on i mean i'm in my I'm I'm basically wrapping it up with my school now, um, with my education, you know, you got to get that degree, my friend. So I'm basically wrapping it up with that. And at the same time, I'm writing book, I'm writing a book, or let's just say books, because I was encouraged to continue some other book that I had stopped writing because I just didn't think it was good enough. I don't know why we as content creators tend to have this um, perfectionist complex but I was encouraged to continue because apparently the first chapter was really good I mean I mean guys it's it's it's, it's me <laughs> but um, so I've been writing two books at the same time um, trying to run the podcast as well and also trying to learn better ways to deliver my content and all these things so basically you know it's just been a lot plus on top of that i've just been dealing with some things so or rather i had been dealing with some things clap for me guys i've actually i've grown i've grown out of certain things i've um, discarded many things and i've gotten myself out of many situations so clap for me you know for me this is really an achievement because if you saw me last year, you ish, you you would ish, guess, yes. But yeah, <laughs> so I decided to get a job. Now that's weird, I know, because who says they want to take a break by taking a job? But I mean, I needed the money because I needed to cover some costs, and um, it was a way. It was a way at this amazing, this amazing lodge, guys. I mean, my room. If it was my room, like oh. You know, I was about to start bragging about, oh, there was air conditioning, there was hot water, but then that just, you know, that just fuels these, these Western jokes, these American jokes about Africans and everything, because why am I bragging, look, why am I bragging about air conditioning and hot water, like, these are, these are, these are, these should be normal things, and a comfortable bed, (laughs) so... Looking back, it's kind of like, okay, look, man, you can't really brag about these things on the air because um, these things are, are, are supposed to be essentials. But you know what, guys? 
we live where we live, huh? you know. So some of these things for us is mm, these are luxuries. These are luxuries. But <laughs> anyway, so went by the lodge. So it was a, that an amazing lodge. I met amazing people. I made amazing friendships and you know partnerships. <laughs> so it was it was an amazing experience. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. So basically, this next segment is me talking about how to deal with things and allowing yourself to feel. That's the name of this episode. That's episode two. Allowing yourself to feel how to deal with how to deal with your things. So what happens is we as people are very we're able to recognize that there's a problem. I mean some people cannot recognize when there is a problem that they need to sort out and that's quite unfortunate. And I hope that everyone can always recognize when there is a problem because when you don't recognize that there is a problem, you end up living your life sometimes recklessly and it it just puts you in in deeper holes than you were supposed to be in. So I'm believing that most of us do recognize when there is a problem. So, moving forward, like I said, I was really dealing much. So, in the midst of dealing with those things, I decided that, you know what, when I go to this job, I'm just going to write down a list of what I think I need to sort out, what I think I need to deal with, and, you know, I'm going to deal with these things. So when I got there, when I got there, you know, I was a bit distracted, you know, the hot water, the conditioning, you know, life in a third world country, these are luxuries, these are things that we thrive on. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a bit distracted. But anyway, um, that was us for the first night. I mean, guys, this is just the air conditioning, it's just hot water. What is that? You know, these are the things that we indulge, you engage on a daily so I took out this list and I told myself that it was time to sort these things out and when I took out this list I asked myself one question I said Katele how do you feel about these things oh I was going one by one issue by issue some different from the other like by different, I mean different category. So I just asked myself, how do you feel about this one particular thing? And that was something I never really asked myself. You know, I just thought dealing with issues is uh, you recognize it and you know, you just do your best to avoid that or something like that. But then I never really asked myself, how do you feel? How do you feel about this? Like, how, how, how often do you guys ask yourselves how you feel about something? How you feel about a particular issue? How you feel about what a decision that you made, a bad call that you made, a bad decision that you made, how some, what someone said to you? I know we've read um, books like The Four Agreements and it's about, oh no, don't take these things personally, blah, blah, blah. And that's good. But... There will be moments when you actually get touched by what someone has said. And you can't start uh, feeling bad about that. 
feeling bad about getting touched because you read the four agreements and the book told you to not get touched. I mean, if you are touched, you are touched. So have you ever asked yourself, how did you feel, how you felt about something, how you felt about an issue? And then after I asked myself how I felt about that issue, I just decided to allow myself to feel. Allowing myself to feel is not, does not mean falling into depression, does not mean being gloomy every all day because you are sad, as in allow yourself to feel. How many times do you allow yourself to feel? For the guys, the men, you know, the man, the drillers, what happens is when we're growing up, we're told, or rather we're conditioned to believe certain things that a man is and certain things that a man is not. And one of those things is in regards to how we deal with our emotions, how we deal with how we feel about things. I think it's just really interesting because most of those methods, most of those conditioning statements have resulted into a lifetime of trauma, a lifetime of stress, a lifetime of holding things internally. And to be honest, I think there are many contributing factors to why um, women live longer than men. But I think one of them is because we don't deal with our mental state, our mental and emotional state. I just believe that these things just mess up with your health one way or another. I mean, guys, on this one, I just believe that the way many people believe things. So I'm not being shaken from that, from that um, notion that I believe it is a heavy contributing factor, your mental and your emotional state. So, as guys, you know, you're conditioned to, to certain concepts. I mean, things like, you know, a guy is not supposed to cry. A guy is not supposed to do this. A guy is not supposed to do that, you know. Um, a guy is just supposed to, you know, shake it off and, you know, keep going. But then, that same shake it off, the same people who are telling you to shake it off and keep going, um, maybe in their 50s or in their 70s, and they're dealing with things that happened when they were seven years old and it's chewing them up. So it's kind of like, why are you still passing down information that you got from your previous generation or from whoever had told you that? And just and you've seen that it has not helped you. Or maybe you're just not or maybe they're just not able to recognize that it has not helped them. But they're still passing it on. So it's like why are you passing on this wrong form of conditioning? Why are you passing why are you passing on this wrong why why are you just passing on this nonsense, man? Like I'm not about to start saying this wrong days, this wrong. Why are you passing on this nonsense? I mean it's it's not working. Let's just get to that point. Like it's really not working. Because it's making us as men hold things within. And I mean, for the women, I'm sure you can agree with me. You'd probably be having a chat with your mans and you know, 
maybe you're trying to address why he behaves a certain way or why he does what he does and it's the same thing behavior and your actions so and then it probably becomes a massive heart to heart and let's say you've finally broken through to him i mean you've been trying and you've been trying and here he is he finally speaks to you and he's telling you about something that happened to him when he was 16. he's telling you about how someone broke his heart when he was 14 or how you know his dad did something to him when he was younger or, or something like that so these things fester these things rot within it's kind of like why are you keeping food out of the fridge because once you keep fresh food out of the fridge it's going to start getting rotten and it's going to start molding it's going to start getting mold and all of that and it becomes harder and harder for you to actually want to digest that because i mean guys who's going to want to digest this stinky um funny looking food that you've left out of the freezer and in the same way it becomes harder and harder for you the more you keep on keeping these traumatic experiences within you the more you keep on letting these things fester and not actually addressing them and not actually allowing yourself to feel when those things happen with time and with age it becomes more and more difficult for you to want to address it to want to actually digest the what happened and you just keep it in you just keep it in i've seen it ruin great men and it's 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 crazy man it's it's crazy and this does not even just apply for the men even for the women it applies to everyone man honestly we can't let things fester and once we get older we become mean we become cruel we become rotted you know and then you know you have you have people that are around you you have your friends you have your family and they can all see that you're just a sour person you're just a sour old person and you know you might even hear some of those things sometimes and i'm just hoping that none of my none of my listeners will end up like that but in the case you'd even hear those comments oh this person is bitter or oh, this person is this or oh, this person is that and you might end up start feeling you you might end up feeling bad about it and you might you might even realize that you know what the problem is i'm i'm like this because of this or you might not even actually know the problem because you have you have sent it deep down constantly that you can't even trace where some of this pain you feel is coming from where some of this pain that is creating this horrible person or this sour person is coming from and it's it's, it's just not right guys it it it's it, it it makes us bad friends it makes us bad partners in in relationships in marriages and it makes us bad parents and i'm just hoping that we can be that generation that will actually be great parents i i mean i know that parenting is not easy i mean i don't have kids but i have friends who have kids and i know that parenting isn't easy but we can make it better is what i'm trying to say
we don't have to be those sour uncles or aunties or parents or grandparents or whoever that we've complained about in our generation. We can actually be much, much better by dealing with our trauma, by making ourselves better people. So, you know, back at it, you know, I kind of derailed, but it connects still. Back at it, you find that men are conditioned this way and it, it doesn't make things easier for us. It really doesn't make things easier for us and it crushes you internally. And in the same way, I've heard some women say things like, oh, a man is not supposed to cry, a man is not supposed to this, a man is not supposed to that, in regards to his emotions. And this is the same conditioning. In the same way that, that guys are conditioned to think, a same way, to think a certain way regarding their emotions, in the same way, some women are conditioned to think that a guy is not supposed to do this, a guy is not supposed to feel this, a guy is not supposed to that, a guy is not supposed to this. So you can imagine, you're a guy, you've been internally, because you've been conditioned to think a certain way, you do not address what you feel, you just shake it off, inverted commas. And, you know, your partner as well is the type that is just like, you know, man, men are not supposed to break down, not supposed to cry. And it's always just supposed to be strong, huh? big, tough. Hmm? <laughs> Honestly, man, it even sounds so dumb. But <laughs> that it is what it is. So how then, when someone gets very frustrated, how then will they end up breaking through to actually talking about some of these things plus you as a partner also have not created that environment you have not created that environment for this person to open up based off what you've been conditioned to believe so when someone is frustrated they turn to alcohol when someone is frustrated they turn to drugs when someone is frustrated they turn to so many negative channels so many negative channels and you begin wondering, but why is this guy like this? This, this one. He's got sheets, but the way he drinks. No, why does this guy smoke so much, man? You're telling me that these people do drugs. And you know, some people would judge people for these things or look down on them for these things, but you honestly can't do that because you don't realize what they're going through. Listen, I'm not encouraging people in these bad channels but i'm helping you realize how some of these things happen imagine parents who have equally been conditioned like this imagine this same couple that i'm just from giving an example of they have they have kids this this couple with this conditioning have kids and now it just becomes it's just chaotic both of them do not express themselves. They, they have not harbored that, so they have not created an environment for openness and for, you know, releasing your emotions. So now there's a bitter couple. One, one is, 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 is lost in different channels. The other is just somewhere else as well. They have kids. Kids are also being traumatized by their parents because their parents have not dealt with what they have initially was supposed to what what they initially were supposed to deal with and now 
all that pain and all that all that suffering it starts being put on these kids and these kids don't know how to talk about these things because who are they going to talk to you talk about therapy how do you talk how do you tell you how do you tell parents like that parents who have been conditioned in, in such a way about therapy it becomes a story of no um, therapy for what? what what could you possibly be going through we put the food on the table you have a roof over your head you go to school we pay all these things there's dstv <laughs> as if dstv is such a guys honestly no so that i don't get sued i'm not about to start uh, slandering dstv and multi-choice but um, you find yourself working there some of us pr people so it and the cycle continues man the cycle just continues it, it really just continues so we just need basically you've just heard me bring this out like you just really need to deal with these things because these things do not end with you unfortunately they do not end with you it goes a long way you know it it affects your family it affects your friends it affects your partner and it affects you mostly but these things do not just end with you so the third thing i had to do was allow myself to feel basically i had to allow myself to feel and i did that in whatever way possible i'm not about to say what i was doing i mean these things are these things are subject to different people you know how you allow yourself to feel i'm not saying start breaking windows start throwing things all over the place don't do that that's that, that won't help anything but I mean, guys, I mean, if you can break your windows and you can just call the Monday to come and fit another one, please. But no, don't do that. And after I did so, I found myself slowly getting over some of these things. And yeah, for some issues faster than others, because I allowed myself to feel. I, I, I addressed it. I, I, I saw what the problem was. I figured out what the problem was. I, I, I recognized what the problem was. I addressed it. I asked myself how it made me feel, and I allowed myself to feel. So those are four points. So forgive me. That This last point is the fourth point. I allowed myself to feel. I'll tell you about one of the issues. Um, growing up, I was really big. I'm not going to say fat, because that word is very offensive. It was offensive to me when I was, when I was in that state when I was like that. And regardless of me being like that or not, or ever being like that or not, that, that word is very offensive. And no one should ever use it on anyone who's big bodied. So I was big. And this was like from the sixth grade, grade six, as, as we say in Zambia, grade six, up to grade nine, ninth grade. Um, I was really big and you know I got teased for it not just by people at school even fam bro fam used to tease about these things and you know I, I really used to feel bad people used to laugh but then when I got to the ninth grade I, I really slimmed down and I told myself one thing when I got to the ninth grade I'm like I'm never going back because I realized how much pain I endured when I was when I was big 
But then my problem was every single time I felt myself gaining weight, I started to starve myself because I just told myself, I just don't want to go back to that. I just don't want to go back to that. I just don't want to go back to that. And you know, I starve myself, so sometimes I get really small. And you know, the same people who used to laugh at you at home are the ones who are telling you to eat. <laughs> what are you ah but you're skinny you should eat so you see it's it's it, it just became weird because you lose it's no you're to this you gain no you're getting you're getting what so it was it was just crazy like i didn't i didn't it was just hell so when i actually sat down and i realized how this actually made me feel i just told myself i said look I'll just pick out my own healthy diet plan and I'll be comfortable with what I'm comfortable with. It's not about what my partner thinks, it's not about what my mother thinks, it's not about what my friends think, it's not about what my dad thinks, it's not about what my grandparents think, it's not about what my uncles or aunts think, it's not about what anyone thinks, bro. It's about what I want. As long as I'm healthy, it's not causing any health, health complications for me. If I choose to be a certain size, that's just for me, you know. I stopped doing things for out of fear and out and out of what people wanted me to be. I stopped doing that. So in the same way, I realized how that made me feel. And, I, and to a certain extent, I was just like, you know what? These plans I've been having to keep a certain size or to keep this or to keep that... I've actually been pretty dumb. I shouldn't have done that. I really shouldn't have done that because I was stressing myself out more. And I wasn't doing it for myself. I was doing it for other people. So I, my resolution was, look, pick out a diet plan. As long as you're healthy, as long as you don't have any health complications, be comfortable with whatever size you want. You know, I'm really not going to subscribe to the social norm of, oh, Always go to, I mean, go to the gym, guys. If that's what you want, go to the gym. But you know where everyone wants, people, there's lots of people who just go to the gym just because of social status, bro. You just want the abs, you just want to add, just for the gram. But I'm really not, I really don't have that time, guys. I have lots of things to do. <laughs> so, no, I'm not about to do that. So as long as I'm healthy and as long as I'm comfortable with who I am and where I'm at, that's good for me. So... In the same way, I dealt with my, all my other issues. I discarded lots of things. I dropped lots of toxic um, mental patterns or mental processes or mental thoughts. I dropped people. I dropped lots of things, guys. Things that were just not working for me. Things that were just not doing me any good. I just dropped lots of things. And you can do the same too. But first, recognize what your issue is. Two, acknowledge it. Ask yourself, three, ask yourself how you felt about it. And then the fourth thing is allow yourself to feel. Along with trying to find your resolution. I feel like after this, after you, after, after you see what the problem is and you acknowledge that this actually is a problem, you realize how it made you feel. You ask yourself how it made you feel and you allow yourself to feel you release the burden from yourself i mean talk to people do all these things guys it helps as well
but there are certain things that you need to deal with on your own. So that's, that's, that's for these things, for those things that you actually need to deal with on your own. These are those things, dog. And yeah, it helped. Some things you're still, like I said, these things are not done overnight. You know, you don't just, you know, after you've, let's say you, you cried it out, and the next morning, uh, you know, perfect, all thumbs up, big smiles. No, it doesn't really work that way. It's something that you have to keep on, especially if you came to a resolution. It's something that you have to keep on reminding yourself of. If it's something to do with your self-esteem that you've decided, that you actually acknowledged, it's something that you have to keep on reminding yourself about. You know, if you have problems of self-worth, of, of thinking that you're not worth it, or you're maybe... Yeah, if you just have problems of self-worth, when you get to the point where you, where you realize that, you know what, um, maybe the reason your self-worth was, was so down was because of how people made you feel, or because of people's bad behavior. Maybe someone cheated, maybe someone did something to you, and then you're just like, you know what, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's, my, my, my G, it's not you. It's not you. Never blame yourself for people's bad behavior. Never put that on your head. People just behave poorly, and then in the end, you end up blaming yourself for that. It's not true. So, for example, if that is the case, you, when you get to the point where you realize that, you know what, this actually isn't me, hold on to that. Tell yourself that every single day. Every morning you wake up, before you go to bed, tell yourself that, I'm worth it. I'm worth it. And soon enough, you will see that. And people will treat you like you're worth it. And you're going to avoid people who do not actually see you for who you are. So, this was the Middle Ground Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Next week, we have... Next week, we have Friday's episode. Today just came out... Today just came out on Saturday because um, of the editing. Part of this is... Part of this is an extension from today as well. So sometimes it delays because of the editing of the sound, but next Friday we have another episode and I'm really hyped for that episode because I think this is the most interesting topic for me personally because it made me search myself. It's about the Dunning-Kruger effect. You could go and read about it before we can engage it on the show. And it just basically entails that you... Someone with a Dunning-Kruger effect thinks they know more than they actually know. And that's crazy, man. I mean, haven't you been in, the, in circles with people? Maybe, you know, you're chilling with your mates. You know, maybe someone's talking about soccer. Or maybe someone's talking about or, or, or anything. And then, you know, let's say you know the facts about something. You know it enough. You know, someone's just rambling or maybe it's at you know these family gatherings and you know there's that one uncle who's busy saying ah that man me, me, I, know, me, I know that man those people me i know those people hey, this is this is this, 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 this and it's just really off maybe they they just know little to nothing about that topic or about whatever it is that they're talking about so the dunning kruger effect just basically entails that <clears throat> you know you don't know enough to talk about something or to address something. But for you, in your head, it's enough. You're just like, ah, me, I know. 
me I know me I know about this you know so I'll just close this with something I learned in philosophy and that's what we're going to open with in episode three it says it's a quote that says the only thing I know is that I know not so you, you never really know enough there's no point that you ever reach where you feel that you have that this you know the maximum point of, of, of knowledge and uh, you know I don't need anything anymore the only thing that you know is that you know not my friend knowledge does not end we keep on learning so thank you for joining us today